You're tuned in to Good Morning Aurora, the newest and coolest podcast ever. today, Sammy Hall. I'm the Sales and Marketing Director of Bright Oaks of Aurora, Assisted Living and Memory Care, and author of the book, 24 Rungs, an ASMR Journey to Recovery. I feel honored and blessed to be here with you today. Curtis, our co-host, getting a well-deserved day off as we get into season two. Today it is 8.02 a.m. Wednesday, May 27th, 2020. There's so much in this world to be thankful for. There's so much to be frightened of. But what we can do and what we seek to do today on Good Morning Aurora is put you in that calm state, a way for you to start the day with confidence, with the understanding that nothing around you, nothing outside of you can impact your successes in this world. Of course, there are things out of our control, but everything we do is our perspective. Uh, Good morning, Aurora. Started just just with some conversations between Curtis and I. Uh, I want and need to speak up for those most vulnerable, finding the senior dementia special needs department. Curtis, Curtis works so hard with the veterans and some of the underserved as well in our community. So what this platform is is a place for us to talk about the day, talk about Aurora, talk about local business. So we start with some wonderful stories and things from the news. We touch base on this awful situation that 
is going on that's affecting so many of us. Now, one thing we're doing at 8.30, we will be getting into our interview portion. We're, we're very lucky to have Chad Dawes with us from Treadwell Coffee, which will be a fantastic interview. The time is now 8.04. It is Wednesday, May 27th. Today, right now, 73 degrees and sunny. I have a high of 82 and a 6% chance of rain with a low of 66. It seems summer has come right in to our world where it feels like just a week ago I had my winter gear on. Um, something that is going to happen is the local businesses in Aurora are going to be working together as well as with City Hall and uh, Good Morning Aurora to pick the momentum up. One thing I noticed is out of many places in the country, Aurora specifically has such a rich history and such an infrastructure. And outside of Aurora, there's a lot of different opinions of Aurora. But when you're inside, when you're in this small, well, second largest city in the country or in, in the state, um, you, you, you can sense that there's pride. I've heard people say Aurora is one of the biggest uh, small towns around, and I can understand that. Um, the leadership that's there right now and the businesses, um, for example, Chad, who we will be speaking with here in a bit, um, built that momentum to include everybody. There are so many different types of businesses and restaurants and organizations in downtown Aurora that that melting pot, it breeds nothing but creativity. Well, we recently, you know, for these last few months, have been affected by this pandemic where new businesses you know, kind of have, have had to stop or adapt. Um, and I've seen a lot of connectivity. You know, Chad, for example, and I know he'll talk about it, you know, he's a coffee shop, an awesome coffee shop. And, you know, he has nice pulled pork sandwiches there. There's artists displaying their work. I mean, you can't do that in corporate places sometimes. But this is the type of feel that's in Aurora. Now, one thing that Aurora Downtown does have is if they have these carryout days. So if you go to the front page, auroradowntown.org, look up carry out days, um, there's some great information. And again, it's another example, another place where Aurora is looking out for Aurora. And so these carry out days are tomorrow and Friday. So I would encourage you to shop local. Um, if it's finding one day uh, a week to support a local business um, or just share their posts. Uh, you might not be in the mood for a certain food that you had, but that extra word of mouth that you can do on social media really can help local businesses. Finding financial help. Join Mayor Irvin and local leaders and service providers. 
to learn about financial resources available during the challenge COVID-19. This event, this event will be live on the City of Aurora's Facebook page and will take place at noon. Now, when you see a municipality do something uh, finding financial help, you can tell that leaders are sincerely looking to help their constituents. And we all have those days where we're short or those weeks where we're short. If you're really short and you don't know where to turn, there might be an option there. So check out today on the City of Aurora's Facebook page and take part. It's at noon. Well, it gives you hope. Uh, and I think during this whole pandemic, uh, we see see a lot of fear. We see a lot of people, you know, calling the police on people not social distancing, trying to help. But we also see um, a lot of good. And on social media, I see many uh, younger people in our population reaching out to older people, seeing how they can help. And it's inspiring. There is a pop-up food pantry on Thursday, May 28th from 9 to 11 a.m. And COA, in conjunction with the Northern Illinois Food Bank, the Quad County Urban League, and Marie Wilkinson's Food Pantry, and Word 3 Alderman Ted Mesiakos will be doing even more to help the growing needs of our community. This will be taking place at Phillips Park Cars will enter at Smith Boulevard and Fifth Avenue. Simply drive through and pick up food. Now, the Northern Illinois Food Bank, Quad County Urban League, Marie Wilkinson's Food Pantry, and Alderman Ted are all people that are putting their, their money where their mouth is, in a way. But they are saying, here, you're hungry. We have, we are putting resources to feeding you and your family during these times. I don't care how much money you make or what your job is. There is not anyone who is not somewhat impacted by this. And for those people, we, we extend our hand. And that's why maybe someone hears this and can go there and have some nutrition and then themselves in the body and then hydrate more. And then we can really make these, these steps forward. Now, there's another reminder that the AMVETS post 103, and that's at 1194 Jericho Road. And that's in Aurora, right next to the Aurora Food Pantry. We'll be having rib night. Now that's not a bad thing to get to, and it's a pretty good deal. It's a rib night. It's a half rack of ribs, baked beans, and coleslaw. It's only $15. I don't know where you can get a nice rack of ribs, a half rack of ribs, baked beans and coleslaw, and maybe some fellowship for $15. And these proceeds benefit the local area veterans. This is Saturday, May the 30th. Now, if you're looking for something to do, and you know, I see a lot of people say, well, thank you for your service, or you know, you're, you're our heroes. That's great. These are some opportunities to get out there. Um, 
to get out there and support those who, who may be struggling. See, the issue is, is I think Curtis and I have spoken on this show is, is there's so many things to label us as different. Um, we can look from the outer, um, the color of our skin, our, our religion, where we're from, what we do for a living, all those things that are dividing. But really what needs to be remembered that each one of us has its have their own unique connection, right? Now, there is no one religion, there's no one way to think on any subject. And the reason is, is because we have that inner monologue. You, you could be an atheist, you could be a Christian, a Muslim, a Buddhist, anything. Every single one of us has that inner monologue. And when you explore that inner monologue, and realize, wow, that is my connection to whatever you want it to be. It's a source of inspiration. Uh, it can be a source of comfort. And it can also be uh, a cause of torment. And so that's where we want to expand our thoughts to the idea that we can create our own reality, if you will, by not being sloppy in our thinking. So if you're listening to this today, you're probably scroll through Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, social media, all of these things for this instant gratification, or you posted something and it's like, oh, how many likes did I get? Or do I have any followers? Or I want, I need that feeling of validation. And really the only harmony is necessary is between you and that inner monologue. I struggle with it. We all do. One thing we do on this podcast is on Monday, uh, we ask a question to ourselves. What is something we could do today, mean Monday, that our Friday selves would be thankful for? Now that can be a number of things. I've been doing it on the Right Oaks Instagram page going live. I've, and I've found now in these last six weeks, I've made six minor changes. Now, those are still things I have to work on every day. But a lot of times we're, we're looking for answers. We're looking for inspiration. We're looking to people like Gary Vee and uh, celebrities and musicians. We, we need that inspiration. Why, why am I here? And I see all these things I want and I can't get there. Well, when there's disharmony, when there's that that constant voice saying you're not good enough or that, oh, I need to change this. I need to stop this habit. I'm drinking too much. I'm eating too much. I'm not working out enough. That constant voice keeps us down. So when you can make the smallest little change, that's not even a change or adjustment. You know, brushing your teeth with your opposite hand to build that side of your mind, to get up 10 minutes earlier, to go to bed 10 minutes earlier to simply be nicer to people, to smile, even though we got these masks on, to still look to help your fellow sister and brother. These are the things that you just like to think about because if it makes you feel good and it's a wholesome thought, that helps harmonize that inner monologue. Now, uh, we are approaching a pretty big uh, situation here on Friday. Uh, on Friday, May 29th, the entire state of Illinois will move to phase three of the Restore Illinois plan. So, however, you may feel uh, 
about this whole situation. Not much you can do about it. We have to follow what they tell us. And that's about it. So on Friday, May 29th, uh, there are specific safety measures for each area. The following will reopen. Restaurants with outdoor seating, barber shops, hair salons, nail salons, and other personal care services, all retail stores, office buildings, manufacturing, one-on-one -on -one personal training at indoor facilities, outdoor fitness classes of up to 10 people, all gatherings of up to 10 people, boating, camping, up to 10 people, indoor and outdoor tennis facilities, golf courses with four people per team, and all state parks. Now, that should be interesting. I'm sure there's a lot of anxiety. I'm sure there's a lot of thoughts. Some people can't wait. Some people are just, you know, thinking that they're taking away all our rights and they're mad at the governor, they're mad at this person. That anger is, is only going to hinder because we're all reaching, I think, a, a breaking point. Um, you know, we're, we're stuck at home. We've, we've just gone in our own waves of, okay, this is cool being off. Okay, like, ah, oh, I wish I could go to a different store than just one of the big ones. To, oh, I'm scared. To now, okay, I guess it's opening. So what we can do is look to each other. Look to that inner monologue and find a way to co-create with your neighbors and your local businesses to help ourselves grow. Our time is 8.17, Wednesday, May 27th. The sun is out, smiling down upon us. And literally today could be the best day of our entire life. Now I will read to you, we, we always touch base on the, the update on these cases from the CDC. So the update is total cases are 1,662,414. And that's with 24,900 new cases with total deaths at 98,261 with 592 new deaths. This is compared to yesterday's data. They do on the site cases and death by state, cases and death by county, and cases by day, cases by age, cases by race and age, cases by ethnicity and age, Cases and deaths among healthcare professionals. Now, I, anytime uh, a life is taken from this planet, I think as a human family, we, we all feel it, even though we're pretty numb to a lot and, and pretty conditioned. It's a terribly unfortunate situation, but I hope we search out the good as much as we broadcast the death and destruction to our 
species into our human family. And that's something that I'm gonna look forward to talking to our guests at 8.30. Because we all feel, you know, our struggle is unique, which it is, just like our connection to our inner monologue. But there are many, many people with less than us that have succeeded, more than us that have succeeded, that have dealt with things we couldn't even fathom. But also, that's not the takeaway from our own struggle. So I think we look at uh, a lot of content creators and a lot of people who are successful and we feel like, oh, they made it. They, they, they got to the mountaintop. That's where they're going to be and that's it. You know, you look at a place, um, on, for example, Chad's coffee shop, Treadwell Coffee, the second I had gone there, uh, my first time I said, oh my God, I'm, I feel at home here. I feel that I'm going to get a great cup of coffee. I'm going to have a nice bite to eat. Uh, I have beautiful art around me. There's a river, there's a patio. There's, there's all these great places, you know, but then something like this hits and, you know, what do you do? My family owns Tofano's Vernon Pork Tap uh, in Little Italy, been about a hundred years and they're doing takeout and delivery, never thinking in their lives that they would. I hope that the businesses that are able to withstand this are able to have confidence through their ability to adapt. And for those that couldn't, my heart goes to you. And I truly believe that this is that message that, okay, maybe this was a fantastic idea and would have worked, but your purpose, your, your inner self is leading you somewhere else. I'm going to let you continue to listen to some tunes here for a few more minutes, and then we'll get into our interview with Chad from Treadwell Coffee. I just so appreciate you being here. Someday you wish upon a star, wake up with clouds of far behind. Be where trouble melts like lemon drops, high above the chimney top, that's where you find me, oh, somewhere over the Oh. 
Most people and most businesses can shoot a video like this. You'd agree, right? But what they can't do. And what he symbolizes and what he thinks about uh, to the Hawaiian people is what we all can be for each other. I, I wasn't around for, you know, for the depression era, um, some of the other pandemics, but we're all here right now. And call yourself a Gen Z, Gen X, Boomer, Millennial, whatever it is that you're wanting to call yourself, you have the power to be one of the most influential people of your generation. And I'm not saying that that has to be uh, on billboards or, or these great leaps in medicine. It's how you deal with the person right next to you. Do you fight to get in front of someone in the, when you're driving? Or are you actively looking to be that beacon of light? Aurora is the city of lights. We're here. We are going through this. People are afraid. There are aunts and uncles who don't want to touch their nieces and nephews and their kids, and they're making their soulmates sleep in other rooms. Mental health is on a decline, really because they're being told that it is. This can be an opportunity. And it's easy to say when you feel good and you don't feel sick or you're, you're, you're in a, a place of harmony. But I'm not speaking from a holier-than-thou perspective. What I'm saying is, is it's a privilege to be on this planet. We really aren't entitled to anything from the moment we're born. All we have is that inner monologue and that web monologue, the sands and the hourglass will fall for us. The time is now 8 27, Wednesday, May 27th. In a few minutes here, we're going to be talking to Jed, owner of Treadwell Coffee, which it could be a million coffee places, um, but I promise you, if you're creative, if you're, you have your kids with you, or you're looking for a place that you need to, to get yourself together, caffeine up, fuel up to attack the day, Treadwell 
is the place to go. And you know, it, it, it's effervescent from the owner down. You know when you go into a place and the employees don't want to be there. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I've gone in there and they've remembered the tea that I liked, I've smiled, and some of those days I, I was in there, it was very cold and I uh, had a lot going on. But that simple smile, uh, seeing another creator's artwork, when I sit down to log a work call or, uh, you know, find a little piece of peace, peace for a time. So I'm, I'm looking very forward to, to speaking with Chad. We'll be doing that in a, a couple minutes here. And before we, we bring Chad along, um, I hope that in this little bit of time together, you found some peace or you look for that peace later today. Whether it's rolling down the window, pulling the mask down for a second and just getting a breath of fresh air or doing something you've been putting off. I need to do that today myself. <sighs> a deep breath is sometimes all you need to set that day forward, to set yourself on. I, uh, a very strong man in my life always says, it's never crowded on the extra mile. And that's absolutely the truth. We're going to be bringing Chad here on in about a minute. But our goal today is peace. Hey, Chad, you got it? You there, bud? Hey, man, can you hear me? Hey, Chad, how's it going? Good, Sal. How are you doing today? Doing real well. Doing real well. We're, uh, we appreciate you coming on. Good morning, Aurora. Oh, man, it's my pleasure. It's my honor. Yeah, we... Uh, I, it's when I got the opportunity to um, do the show today, and Curtis was like, you know, take a, you know, see someone to to interview for our interview portion, and you know, you were the the first person that I wanted to try to get on the show, Chad. I appreciate that, and you know, it's probably just you know your way of getting me to get kombucha back in the shop, right? <laughs> See, man, like you, you know me too well now. I mean, I've been coming in too much. You know, you know my games. I can't, I can't fool you anymore. You got to get it on tap just for you. That's what I mean. I know. I uh, they're few and far between to get to get some kombucha in there, and uh, that was my go-to. But I, uh, I appreciate it. Now we appreciate so, you. You know, I, I know you have you know the day to get going and the many. Um, kind of adaptations that you've done to your place. But um, for people who don't know, um, I have Chad Dawes here and I'm gonna let you please just introduce yourself, your business and where you're located. Yeah, for sure. We're just kind of like you said, we're 
we're downtown Aurora. We're right here on the river on Downer Place. We've been here for, well, we just, May 4th was our two-year anniversary, so we didn't really get to celebrate that too much, but we'll we'll get something together. But that's that's fantastic and yeah you know it probably wanted a little bit more of a, you know, a two-year two-year anniversary my my internet's cutting it out i don't know if you could hear that um but we just we started it with just one goal one mission and that was to be um a part of the community and not just be in the community that's why our mission statement is that we're you know, we're we're a place for the neighborhood. We're together with over artisan coffee and a place to belong. And that's the whole point is that we're just we're here to provide a, a good solid product and, and make it a place that everybody feels that they belong. And you do a fantastic job um with that and, and that feeling. Um, you know, kind of when you walk in to your shop, you know, you can sense the warmth, you can sense the um, the attention to detail and just th that creativity flows. I mean, there's always a new artist on your walls. There's always, um, you know, later in the day you have musicians in there, uh, which is fantastic. And, and we'll, we'll get more into that, but what, what made you choose Aurora? So that was, I, I've lived here for 15 years now. My wife grew up here. She went to school here in, in, uh, in Aurora. And so it, We've been here for quite a while. I I did grow up in St. Louis, um, so you know sometimes that's hard to admit around all these Cubs fans. But um, I oh yeah, no, I used to have a hat when I was a kid that said I was two teams: the Cubs and whoever plays the Cardinals. So hey, it was great talking to you, Chad. We'll catch you next time. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, you're from St. Louis. You gotta go. Yeah, um, but no, we. My, I met down there she came down to Missouri to go to, to college and we just ended up you know two two people kind of you know just meeting in a completely different place from where we both grew up and then we decided well let's go where the opportunities are and when we decided to get married and we, we just came back up here and we just never really looked back and ever since we've been here I've just had such a passion and a heart for Aurora I just this this city to me is just it's kind of almost the the embodiment of what you know america should be we have so much culture so much just just class and just so much different um just likability with the town i mean it's just you can't go you can't go a block without seeing something that just truly represents aurora and i couldn't agree more it's it's you know and it's still there and and that's why we're yeah. doing this but you know, you could even tell when it was rolling and, uh, you know, Stolp Island came in and, you know, Company 251 in these places where it's like, it's right. palpable in the air. And like everyone that's walking around are, are a lot of business owners, you know, that you see, yeah. you know, around and you just like, you smile. You're like, yeah, absolutely. Because I noticed, you know, it's where are you going to go? I mean, that you, I agree with you with, with that's what America should be because you have all different people. You have Americans, right? And right. Uh, and and people who either want to be whatever. That that's besides the point. But you have Americans of of all descent, you know, right. working together. I mean, the 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 Chamber of Commerces are working together. You know, right. there's three that represent a huge population working together. 
Right. And that's what it should. We should yeah. be. We should be all you know doing this together, rising up together. So. Well, as we see that something that we can't even see is attacking us, and it's even more of a reason to, you know, stick together and support each other. You know. Right. Now, one of the you know, and I love Aurora, and and want to continue to talk about it, but it's, you know, you as a prominent businessman, like in the conversations we've had, like you've had, you know, your share of adversity, right? As we, we kind of all had. Um, and I know we had talked that you had worked in a corporate place. So the reason I'm asking you this is because people who are listening to this may be in that struggle, may be in that medical right may be in that I don't know what's next like I don't know what to do so you know if if you wouldn't mind just and and I'll sit back just giving them a little bit of your story that that might help someone listening yeah and a little bit is really all we have time for mm -hmm. <laughs> things I've gone through these last well this last decade really but um long I mean you know a really really long short not quite as long would be just that about four years ago I started having quite a bit of pain in, in my right arm and I, I kept dropping things kept just not it just wasn't functioning properly I went to an orthopedic doctor they said oh you know your arm's fine and they did some more testing they found that it was my neck that was actually causing the issue I had at the time I had a ruptured disc that was sitting on my spinal cord so you know it's something that affects millions and millions of people every day it's not that what shouldn't have been something that really should have altered my life the way it did um but the next you know few steps is is what actually changed my course i was working corporate america i was working for the big green um coffee company which was fantabulous i mean i can't say enough good things about the company about how they helped me about how they worked with me through you know dealing with my medical issues but i was working with them and i couldn't do that job anymore and so that's when I went in and I said, well, let's fix this. And I was determined to get it fixed ASAP. I didn't want to be down. The doctor came in and said, yeah, you've got this ruptured disc. We need to fix it. Surgery is the only option. I said, okay, let's do this. That's when we went in. I had my surgery, came out of my surgery in late October. Um, you know, I had that in October. By, by late November, I started having more pain than I had prior to the surgery. I started having less um, mobility in both my shoulder, my neck, my arm, everywhere that was kind of affected by this. Um, within about three weeks after that, the whole other side of my body, my whole left arm, left shoulder went completely numb, couldn't even feel it. And um, so that kind of got me a little bit anxious, just trying to think, okay, what, what happened? What's going on? And I, and I kept going back into the doctor to try to find out what happened. What was I missing? What was I not doing right in therapy? You know, this and that. Um, and just to be blunt about it, that doctor ended up just looking me in the face and telling me I, I mean, without even knowing anything really how to diagnose an autoimmune disease, he looked at me and said that he thought I had MS and wanted me to go see another doctor. Wow. And it kind of took me for a little bit of a whirl. I, I, you know, just thinking like, okay, that seems a little bit convenient maybe. Um, went to a second doctor, found out that the initial doctor ended up actually cutting my spinal cord. Um, he ended up, uh, 
lacerating into you know the soft outer sheathing of the spinal cord and on top of that he didn't even take out all of the old disc that was sitting on my spinal cord and they had caused more issue by um, shoving bone fragments onto my spinal cord which was causing further damage so for about three months I was walking around with basically a knife held to my spinal cord um, I was supposed to go back to work I was supposed to be you know doing all this and that's when my new doctor said no you're one bad fall away from being paralyzed for the rest of your life um, so you know through all that I found the right doctor got you know got set up got going again but I ended up having to have four corrective surgeries just to fix it, that initial surgery was and on top of that now I have wires inside my spinal canal that are electrically stimulating my my spinal cord i've got a battery pack embedded in my lower back so really at the end of the day it's just about me trying to become more robot yeah it's good yeah right if why not uh, yeah transhumanism right isn't that what it is yeah it's going to the next level here where it's just you know getting out of the matrix smart city uh, 2.0 treadwell there you go um but no yeah I, I had you know having four surgeries to fix what the one doctor did a lot of anger a lot of uh, resentment a lot of frustration a lot of medical fatigue you know therefore you know I had a surgery every year for four years so it was and I'm and I technically have to have another surgery so that's you know in the future books well, um, but I was you know technically on the disabled list I was um, you know in the very beginning I was collecting that um, long-term disability through my employer my previous employer so that was a blessing you know we were doing okay they cut me off, said, no, you can go back to work, even though I, I had two more surgeries scheduled and all of my doctors said no. So I lost all financial backing. Um, an employer did come in. They finally did let me go, which, again, I know it, it, people could get mad and be like, oh, well, they fired me while I was injured. And no, they, they held on to me as long as they could. I, I believe that. I think they did right by me, and I have no qualms with that. But it's still a blow, you know, regardless. <laughs> so here I was, you know, not even really able to play with my kids or go to work or do anything. And I have big insurance companies telling me that I'm able to work full time and do whatever. And I honestly just got fed up with it and met up with some, some like-minded people and said, let's start our own business. I can't do a lot of the work, but I can work with you and see what we can do to get it done. And that's kind of where, where it came, it came out of. I mean, it, you know, it, it sounds cheesy to, to bottom line it like in that sense but mm -hmm. yeah I was, I was kind of tired of being on disability and I wanted to do something different with my life and I wanted to make an impact where it came down from and I just you know it gives me the chills to hear that and I mean because you can you can tell you your humility one of the things one of the reasons I when I met you the first time like I felt like okay man this guy's legit like you should this is a place that, you know, you should go to or whatever, like you could tell, because it's that, it's that humility um, and the appreciation that, you know, you could tell, because I mean, I'd, uh, who, who's to say, I mean, who wouldn't want to give up in what you right. had, and you had all the right to just throw it away because the doctor was wrong initially, right? right? He, he, it wasn't yeah. your fault. Like it wasn't your fault. You were trying to do everything right. And then I think that was, you know, and, and I was kind of talking about this before we started, like that's the call of the universe saying like nudging you to this. Now you still have to deal with things, but 
Right. You're adapting. You're 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 putting your foot forward as a business leader in Aurora, where people who just open with way bigger budgets than you are struggling, and you're still, you know, you're still being a force. You're still being a name, you know, out there. And I, I just, I'm going to use that today, what you just said, and I hope anyone who's listening to this today, no matter where you see yourself. You, you can. And I, I'm telling you, less than an hour ago, I was feeling negative, you know? Yeah. Because it's every day. Like, we can have this great convo, and then boom, something happens. It's, it, right. I think it's, maybe it's, that's when they say, like, when we're kids, like, you know, you don't know anything, or, like, life experience, because you're training yourself to, like, second nature, respond positively to, like, all the shit that comes out at you. Right. You know. Yeah, I think on the opposite side too, it's, um, you know, you can be ne- feeling negative and you just need that one little bit of inspiration to turn it around. But, you know, you could be having the best day in the world and you could have that one interaction that just ruins everything for you. And so I think, you know, in this time and season that we're going through, like that makes it even more, you know, our responsibility to do our best to make sure that we're not being a force of negativity to our neighbors, you know? Right that we're not that person that right. messes right. up everybody's day. Right. Yeah. I, that's a really, really good point. Because yeah, I think, yeah. no, 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 please, please. No, I was just gonna say, I think, you know, it, you know, it, it kind of goes back to that whole, you know, thing that you, you learn as a kid, you know, your action, like how you respond to a situation is going to determine the outcome, you know, and that's, and I think that, <clears throat> should be more should be practiced more now than ever just in the sense that what what i'm doing is that going to negatively impact this person now later from now you know a year from now like what am i doing that's going to you know make or break this person's day and it's not our responsibility to make somebody's day but at the same time why not when you know we're all in this together you know and there there's so much I mean, that, that there's so much more to that, you know, like right. if a person that you, you, that person's life might have meant for you to interact with them and your job was to just smile or just to hold that door, right. you know, to, to do that. And then I think when you're being mindful of that, like that's connecting to yourself and then connecting to that other person, because one of the things with the masks that I've noticed is how much our communication is nonverbal. You know, where you're sitting in a room with someone and I, I'm like, oh my God, I said something to that, but they couldn't see my face was blocked. And I did that all from just looks and, you know, certain muscle movements in my face. Right. Um, yeah, you're exactly right. I, I was joking. Um, you know, I had, there was a, a couple guys I know and they, they were, you know, we're, they were social distancing and everything was done properly, but they wanted a quick picture and they were standing apart. So I had to get up and get back to get them both in it and i went to take the picture and i you know just reactively said okay smile right <laughs> they both had their mask on you know so it was kind of you know oh we kind of laughed about it but then i thought about that later at, you know and then i was thinking we can still see a smile you don't need the mouth to see a smile you can see it in the eyes you can see it in the receptive you know warming kind of kind of posture just how you're how you're you know presenting yourself to that person and smiles aren't just from the mouth so exactly like you said it's so much is nonverbal, but yet so much is kind of contact verbal. I guess if I just made up a phrase there. I love it. And it's like, and, and then it's like vibrational yeah. on top of that, right? Because it's, it's like, you know, we are this, these balls of electricity. You know what I mean? Like that, 
this this earthly spaceship that our soul, that our souls are inhabiting for a while yeah. you know where yeah. all that circuitry you know you know when someone walks into the room or walks in and they're upset or they're they're up to something or when they're really happy like right it's that sixth sense that we all have that probably you know through a lot of this junk that we've eaten over the years like you know these fast food i think that kind of dulls those extra sensory perceptions that we do have and i can get on board with that i've I'll, especially now with you know with everything going on sometimes you know having to run the business and doing things i gotta do a quick stop and eat some food and yeah, it's the same thing you know within an hour i'm like why did i eat that <laughs> you know now right. I feel better. you know i feel worse and it's just like and that's that's the whole real part of this thing where it's like right. okay well it's the whole self it's like when i was in athletics or my coach is it's not just how you swing a bat or how you throw a ball. It's how you prepare, right. how you get out of bed, you know, yeah. and yeah. it's easy for me to sit here and say this, but I know what I didn't do this morning, what I did wrong that I, you know, how I could have been better. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. We all know. It's like you were saying earlier about that, you know, um, I think, you know, when you were talking, I, I heard you say something about inner, inner dialogue. Yep. Inner monologue. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what it comes down to. That's what it is. You know, it's just knowing that right from wrong. Now, um, I mean, and you know me, you know that, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Christian. I go to church and everything. My wife works for our church. So, you know, that's kind of the, the positive leading guiding force for me is, you know, just my belief and, and, and my faith. And, you know, I think in times like this, so many people put beliefs in things that aren't healthy. You know, we joke so much about, you know, uh, you know, Netflix or, you know, I've been watching so much Netflix, I'm binging this or I'm doing that. And I'm not saying anything bad about Netflix, but again, what else could you be doing with the time? What else could you be doing, you know, with that moment or with that energy? And I'm guilty of that too. You know, I go to bed and I think, man, I just want to watch some shows. And sometimes that's all I, I can do to get my mind off the pain or whatnot. But I just think, um, I think if, if we just took time to put our, the right energy into the right things, how much more could we do in this world? Kind of like what you were saying earlier, like how much more could we impact this world to be the, the influential force for our generation? Well, and it's, it's like there are a few people that are the stones, I'd say, because it's like, yeah, like think if there was a way where you can connect, like, okay, I love The Office, that's fine. But how many people simultaneously are streaming The Office while I'm streaming The Office? What if it was like an energy surge, you know, that we really had a society where enough people would be focused on this constant thought of, of enlightenment or awakening? Well, say that that's what Treadwell and Good Morning Aurora can be, right? If, if Aurora or this area is the still pond right now or kind of a choppy pond, a couple stones that drop in there, that ripples extend out. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm sitting on my back deck at the at the shop here, looking at the box, and that right now we're we're a little bit more like a raging torrent. I know. <laughs> we're just ready to burst out and just explode onto the scene, and you know, let the world know that we're here. I know, and I, I, I have nothing. I have nothing left but hope, really. Right. Like I, I, I think. You know, I'm, I'm glad some things are opening. I'm glad this is happening because I've, I've noticed a lot of people kind of like getting really tense, like the, the, the tension has gone up these last few weeks. And, you know, hopefully we can 
do this phase three and businesses can survive and then thrive. And then we can, we can look back at this as a time in our history of, okay, that was a struggle, but you know what? We, you know, we persevere. We, we lost some good, we lost right. some good ones, you know, but, but we're gonna, we're gonna persevere through it. Right. Amen. Yeah. I, uh, um, I was, I'm reminded just, you know, not even well about a week ago, I was at a local hardware shop and I was, just standing there, not just minding my own business. I was, I was actually distracted by reading the label of this paint can. I was standing at the, you know, the paint department waiting to get some paint. And I was distracted and all of a sudden this person was approaching me and I, you know, just when somebody walks towards you and it catches you off guard, you instinctively kind of like, you know, lean away, like, oh, I'm blocking you. So that's what I did. It just kind of caught me off guard and I leaned away. And um, then I noticed that they didn't have mask on and that just kind of, it was almost more of like an automatic response from there to like lean a little bit more. You know? yeah. And um, that, that was it. That's all I did. I didn't even say a word. And the guy just went off on me, just <gasps> going off on me, yelling at me, telling me he wanted to take me out to the parking lot. because What? And this and that. This is no joke, man. This is this 100% happened. Um, yeah, he was, you know, telling me he wanted to take me out to the parking lot. And, <laughs> all this and that and was going off and just yelling and I could see employees listening to this and nobody was doing a thing and not that you know like I'm saying oh I needed somebody to come and defend me but just you know you would think that maybe a, a call would have been made or maybe a manager could have come up to try to you know handle the situation in their shop but nothing uh, there was a couple other guys gentlemen there that were you know there and they kind of jumped in because none of us wanted to see anything bad happen it's not about that it's just that's not that's not cool like there's not a that's not a need for that let's let's resolve this peacefully you just keep going on your way i'm gonna stand here and keep my mask on that's what it is and, and um i think in this time and you know days the tension's high and everybody kind of raging a little bit about different things just gotta remember you know it's it's those nonverbal cues sometimes can lead to other negative matters well in you know, and, and again, back to those ripples, like yeah. that's an awful experience, but like you, you not engaging with them. Cause I don't know if someone would done that to, I mean, I'm, I'm a city boy, you know what I mean? Like it's, 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 uh, you know, it's something of mastery of self that I'd have to work on. So the fact that you were able to stay restrained, you know? Yeah. Well, I think, you know, it, it, at the, at the end of the day, the, the it took me a good 15, 20 seconds to even realize what was going on. Just I kind of thought, wait a minute, am I on YouTube right now? Like, right, right. Happening? Like it, it took a bit. And yeah, you know, I grew up in the South. Like we handle our own business, you know. Right. So yeah, under different circumstances, I probably would have lost my cool and it wouldn't have, you know, resulted in a, the way it did. But knowing that I can barely use my right arm, yeah. probably shouldn't go out there with the guy yeah. it's like maybe it did but hey man you know we would have told him like listen bud like let's pick on someone your own size or with you know but, yeah so you know it's you know at the end of the day it's it's those ripples and, and how those those interactions affect us like you said so well Jed, i can you know as we have met a, a number of occasions and will again in your shop um could talk to you forever i uh you're yeah. a kindred soul and a 
and, and a good man and, and an honest businessman. And, you know, we will continue to support you on uh, Good Morning Aurora and we will. So with these next like couple minutes, if you just want to just tell the people your shop again, where you're yeah. located and anything you have, and we'll, we'll get on with the day. Yeah, uh, definitely. So like we said, we're downtown Aurora. We're 14 West Downer Place. Uh, just right here on the corner. I tell everybody the corner of the river and Downer Place. Um, come on in. We're open daily 7 to 3 now. We just started that on Monday. We were 8 to 2. Now we're 7 to 3 every day. We're going to just keep expanding as long as we can. We're hoping to get the patio opened up uh, this weekend for the outdoor seating. We're still working on, you know, proper social distancing, um, uh, you know, things in place to, to help uh, to help that along so we're still trying to get some of that some of that stuff we just can't get like sanitizer and stuff so working on it uh, but that's the plan and then we'll just go from there we'll take it easy we've got all of our most of our food and and uh, drinks available through you can either use our mobile order ahead app it's called Clusive, c-l-o-o-s-i-v you can order and pay right there in the app put your curbside info in we'll run it right out to your car you can do delivery through grubhub um, you can even call in your orders, come pick them up. You can walk up to the door. We've got any option available for you. So that's about it. Chad, it's been inspiring. You're helping my day. You've helped me more than you know these last uh, this last year or so um, just with providing the space that you have at Treadwell. Conversation, the appreciation that you show for the town, for your employees, and we know – you will have a successful future and we will always be supporting you here. Good morning. Laura. Thanks my man. Yeah. You have a good day and uh, thank, I can't thank you enough, you know, and keep up, keep up the good work here. Thank you, sir. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks brother. All right. Bye Chad. Hello everybody. That was Chad Dawes. Treadwell coffee, corner of the river and down place. Uh, amazing, amazing man. Been through so much. Uh, he's a good role model. He's a father and a, a husband and a businessman. Today is the day. Today should be the greatest day of your entire life. You can be the greatest human to walk the planet. Believe in yourself. Take care. This is Sammy Hall from Good Morning Aurora author of the book, 24 Rungs, an ASMR Journey to Recovery, on Apple, Google Play, Amazon. And we're here, making the ripples. Believe in yourself. You can do this. Peace.